previously on Wormwood. It has all built to this moment. Dr. Xander Crow followed his vision of a drowned woman to Wormwood, only to discover that his presence there is no coincidence. Hank Mason, revealed to be former boxer Johnny Valentine, has pointed Crow towards his final destination. Phineas Tibbert's house on the hills overlooking Wormwood, where all the answers lie. Tragedy forced Dr. Xander Crow down the dark pathways of the occult, and he was transformed. Now, chasing the vision of a dead woman, Dr. Crow finds himself in the haunted town of Wormwood, where evil lurks in the shadows and stains the souls of its inhabitants. Welcome to Wormwood. Episode 24, Tea and Sympathy for the Devil, written by David Acampo and Jeremy Rogers. Dr. Crow, finally. I've been expecting you. Yes. I gathered that, Mr. Tebert. Quite annoyingly so. Haven't you ever heard of a simple invitation? Please, call me Phineas. Do come in. Mm, looks like a dreadful storm again. Yeah, I suppose a mere phone call just wouldn't do justice to the theatrics. Please, Doctor, we're letting in a draft. You'll learn soon enough that once a chill enters our house, it's quite the torment and challenge to rid. Now, please, we can talk upstairs. I'm afraid that I've never acclimated to the climate around these parts. It's gotten the best of my health and age. <coughs> Cold fronts seldom seem to relent. I've played your game long enough. It's time, Phineas. I demand to know what is going on in this godforsaken place. In a rush for answers. Yes, yes. I, I suppose I was much the same way. Come, please. I call this room the library. Would you like some tea? I just want answers, all right? Unless you've got a bottle of whiskey lying about. Oh, oh, no, no, I'm afraid not. Can't touch the stuff myself. You don't mind if I pour myself some tea? Yes, 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 yes. The library, is it? Where are the books? Long gone. Yet, these four walls still contain history. Yes, yes, come on, Phineas, talk. Now then, tell me what you already know. Let's start there. Well, I know that your man Mason is actually a former boxer named Johnny Valentine. <laughs> oh, you figured that bit out on your own, did you? Well, I assure you, Mr. Mason's past has nothing to do with the house. 
other than the fact that a man of his talents is useful to employ from time to time. Yes, I want to know about the ritual. You murdered Emily Saunders. She died willingly. But to what end? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry, Dr. Crow. I, I don't mean to laugh. It's just that this is the end we sought. What do you mean? I mean, good sir, that Emily brought you here with the process of her death. Why? Now, I'll admit, we were a bit thrown by your early arrival, but Emily insisted that the ritual commence. Early? Early? I don't understand. May I see your hand, Doctor? My hand? Is it true what I've heard? It usually elicits nausea over or but if you are going to humor me, then let me show you. It is a hand of glory, beautiful. Then those were your hooded minions who attacked me at the Flemington farm. The, uh, oh, 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 no, no, no. The, those would have been those preening acolytes who suckle at the teat of their hairy little hellhound. I suppose you'll learn of them soon enough. What does my hand have to do with anything? I've never seen a hand of glory reanimated and attached to human flesh before. It's quite a sight. It has its uses. Let me ask you, Dr. Crow, what do you know of the spiritualist movement that began here in America in the middle of the 19th century? Can you just please answer my bloody questions? People have died, man! You'll have your answers, Dr. Crow. This is the best way I can answer them. Yes, I am your captive audience. I grew up in the early part of the 20th century, when the world was still held fast in the thrall of spiritualism. Seances, automatic writing, spirit photography, ah, how the nature of the unknown, of life beyond life, had become a, a thing of wonder and imagination, a world greater than our own. Harry Houdini and Sir Arthur Conan Doyle had argued the existence of fairies, for heaven's sakes. It was quite a time in which to live. I spent my youth attempting to hear the voices of the spirits, searching for the entrance to the world just beyond our own, and it led me down a path you might consider similar to your own. Somehow I doubt that. Is it true you performed a necromatic ritual? rather well-informed for a recluse. Mm, I should have liked to have seen that. An overrated experience, I assure you. Tell me, Dr. Crow, what do you know of Goetic magic? From the Ars Goetia, the Key of Solomon, I understand the basics. You did a divining spell invoking the name of Uriel. No, not a divination. A summoning. Yes. It's a derivation of the spell of the divining spell. Very powerful magic. What on earth did you summon? This mud creature that killed your people? Are you mad? No. No, Dr. Crow. We summoned you. We summoned. And, and yet you arrived before the ritual was complete. I see that. Perhaps. I don't know. It, it's only a theory that... 
that is why you were not brought to me straight away. We had no... You weren't one of the others. And what changed your mind? I... I have little choice, Doctor. I'm... I'm dying, you see. I... am sorry to hear that, but I still fail to see the connection. In 1937, I dreamt of a woman drowning in a bathtub, held down by small hands. My vision. As clear as day. A vision. The woman, she whispered. Were indeed. And so I packed up my belongings and left New York City in search of this woman. You were someone like me. Yes. Except Margaret Roosevelt was already dead when I arrived. The Bloomingtons had used the child, Cedric, to sacrifice Miss Roosevelt. They knew the child would be lost to them. Yes, well, he certainly lives a cursed life. Poor young Cedric. But why were you summoned to Wormwood, Phineas? Why have I been summoned? It's coming. My hope weakens. The wards won't keep it at bay much longer. The mud creature is, 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 is yours? I want to show you something. Phineas, we don't have time with that creature outside, and I don't have the patience to gander into your antique collection. Get to the point, man! I'm answering your questions. You asked me why I was summoned to Wormwood. This, this is the answer. What is that? Tell me what you see, Dr. Crow. Very old. I don't know what these markings are. What is this? Honestly. Preferably. I I don't know. You don't know? You don't know you have a mysterious artifact in your library and you don't... They uh, call it the object, which isn't a proper name, I suppose. Perhaps you will find a name for it. Come now, Doctor... You've put it all together, haven't you? I've heard of your exploits. I suspect you're fitting the final pieces together right now. You were brought... You were brought here... To, to what? To, to take custody of... The object? Yes. And now you're dying. And you've summoned me to take custody. Yes. Why? Why? Why you? And why me? That is the question, isn't it? It's the only question I've never been able to fully answer. You were chosen by very powerful magic. You, like me, have been touched by magic. You were always destined to come to Wormwood. Box! I don't believe that for a moment. Destiny is the vocabulary of the weak-willed and easily manipulated. And yet, here you are. Are you so difficult to manipulate, Dr. Crow? I only came for the answers. As did I, so many years ago. 
Was I a fool for chasing my vision? Perhaps. But I was needed. And around this object, we built our house. The Edisons, Mr. Haskell, Mr. Mason, and our dear Emily, of course. And Deirdre, too, I presume? Hmm? Oh, no, no. Miss Frost has her own agenda, I'm sorry to say. But we do keep a close eye on her. Now, how long has this house of yours been in existence? Francis Griffin found the object in the granite quarry, but the native people of this region had their own name for Wormwood long before Griffin arrived. They called it the Coyote's Shadow, or so the story goes. And this house of yours? By all accounts, Griffin was the first guardian until he committed suicide. The house was founded to monitor both the object and its caretaker. And after a few more deaths, the summoning was enacted in order to find a custodian worthy of the box. I was chosen by both ritual and fate to be that guardian. And now you shall inherit the mantle. But I don't want your bloody box. In fact, I've got my answers, and I think I will just be leaving. I can't control him any longer. He's he's inside the house. The wards have been shattered. Come on, Phineas, follow me! Wait, the object, I must take it. We can't escape. It's, it's the object. The object has created the muddy man, don't you see? What? Come on! My hold over it is slipping. This is why you were summoned. I'm dying, Dr. Crow, and I can't contain it any longer. What is it? What is in the box? Something unimaginable. It would tear Wormwood and the entire world apart. The Muddy Man is only the first manifestation built on the fears of an old town legend. That's nonsense! Pandora's box does not exist! Not that fairy tale, good doctor, but a real nightmare. You've never opened it, have you? No one has. No one has ever been so foolish, Dr. Crow. You built up the fear because everyone has been too afraid to open it for far too long now. It's taken on the air of a myth, a powerful one, I agree, but an imposed horror that you've created! The object is old and should have stayed buried for a reason. The indigenous people of this region knew that, as did whoever buried it. The object, whatever it is, it's the deconstruction of the world as we know it. Oh, man, I promise you that that is not so you you fear it, but you've never you've never opened the lid. You've never been certain. It has taken my life to contain it. The muddy man. Quick, we must open it, Phineas. See what it contains. I, I would never. The act would invalidate my life. It would make all the death and sacrifices meaningless. Dr. Crow, the box contains is... 
Take the box, Doctor. No! Please, I can't contain it. It's yours now. You must. Uh, it's got me. You're too late. Ah! Uh, uh, uh. Oh, Lord! Right. Claim the object. You can take control of it. You can stop all of this. Ah! 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 I don't know what to do! Alright, I'm holding it! The seal has been broken. The lid is ajar. What's this? Vibration seeping out of the box. It's broken. You can reseal the lid. You must force it closed. I'm going to open it. I am going to open it, but how? No. That is not what you are here for. Do not open the box, Dr. Crow. But, but I'm not the one. I'm not a guardian. Never been much for taking care of anything. Oh. I can leave. I can take this artifact with me and study it back home. No reason for me to be a prisoner here. There's no reason for me to... It's getting heavier. I can barely hold it. I have to... These markings surrounding the door... It's a containment spell. If I can just drag it outside... But it won't budge. God damn it! This is bloody useless. Phineas, you can keep your box. I'll just leave it and, and come back. What's that? Phineas, you sly dog. This isn't just a containment spell. Spell for the box, is it? <laughs> Checkmate! Phineas Tebert! Well played, old man!
Yes, Mrs. Green. The power's out all over town. Well, uh, it's really coming down hard tonight. I... I don't think... Well, you think? You should probably lock your door. Uh, Miss... Mrs. Green, I have another phone call. I'll, uh... Yes, I'll go on patrol to make sure everybody's... Okay. Okay, then. Mrs... Bye-bye. Hello, Wormwood Police. Deputy Drek... Yes, power's out everywhere. It's really coming down tonight. We haven't had a storm like this one hit Wormwood in 30 years. Wayne, listen, we're gonna have to, uh... There's a power line down on Main Street? Showering sparks? Oh, jeez. Don't let your dog chase that thing. It'll cook itself something nasty. Yeah, don't do that. Stay inside, and I'll, I'll be over as soon as I can. This storm's a killer. Okay, bye now. We're gonna flood. <sighs> do we have any coffee on? Fresh pot. Made it just before power went out all across town. You're heading out on patrol? In this? It's hell on earth out there tonight. I'm not helping anyone answering the phones. Well, be careful. Safety first. Where's my shotgun? Hey, Wayne, swing by the library too, would you? Lynette wasn't home when I left, and I, I just want to make sure everything's okay. Got it. Thanks. Now, first thing, coffee. And then these phones. Go on, but, but stay in touch. Oh, Sheriff? Jonesy's hiding out downstairs. He's spooked. Says he's seeing things in the dark. Uh, what's he on tonight? Fear, sir. He's afraid. Right. And Lamora Haskell is in your office. She got here about 20 minutes ago, and she's been crying the whole time. Sheriff Bradley here. Hello? Hello? Is anybody there? Oh, Miss Haskell? Sheriff Bradley. I knew who killed that guy. The one you asked me about. Now? You have something to tell me tonight, of all nights? He was in my bar, and Dr. Xander... Crow? I think he was trying to kill us. This guy, whoever he is. Oh, this is too much. All right, where did Crow put the body? In the incinerator out back. I found bones in there. He didn't burn all of the way, I saw his teeth. Oh, damn it! I tried to stop him, but... Dr. Crow insisted that we... Why are you handcuffing me? You can't arrest me. Dr. Crow killed him. Look, I'm the sheriff, Miss Haskell, and you've just admitted to your accomplice in a murder. You can't... Yeah, well, I just might. But first, we're going to arrest the good doctor. Come on. This is exactly what I was afraid of. The circle has been broken. Oh, the demon. Oh, oh my. Yes, yes. The demon is gone. Lynette, what does it mean? It means that the beast is free. It means the work my family has done for generations is undone, Dahlia. 
It means that we could lose everything. What about the ritual? What do we do now? Now, Jonathan, we find your son. But the creature never gave us a sign. We don't know if Jacob has to... to... No, Jonathan. We find your son. And then we ask him why he has let a demon loose in Wormwood. What do you mean? Do you see the broken window? And these footprints here in the dirt? It can only be Jacob. Oh, God. But that means... He knows. That means... The demon is going to devour him just like he did my Rachel. Peggy! Oh, what? Oh, please, please, my dear, put down the gun! You, all of you, how did I, how did I let you convince me that this would be the right choice? That, that horrible creature! You brought my daughter into the circle, and oh my god, I want to forgive, but I can't, I can't. You were all there after Gildenstern kidnapped Rachel from the quarry, and you, you all watched as that thing sniffed at her limp body, <laughs> and then began to tear her apart and devour her, oh god, oh god. I've given up my own daughter! And now Dexter's gone too! <laughs> Peggy, you know that Dexter's trauma was caused by the house and not by us. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! I'm so... I, I'm so sick of your lies! I believed in you, Lynette! I believed in all of you! And I thought we were doing something... Peggy, please. You saw the same portent that we did. The demon selected our children. I told you to shut up! Oh! Oh, I don't know what I saw! Peggy, stop. What is it you want? I just want my Dexter back. I just want my Dexter back. I want my Rachel back. And once we control the object, all of our desires will come true. But not so long as the house has it. Don't you remember? Piggy, we know what you're going through. No. No, 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 you don't, Jonathan Kidder. What did you do? Did you hide Jacob so we wouldn't come to? So we wouldn't feed him to Lynette's monster? Now you just stop. I don't believe you anymore. We're all monsters now. We've all become monsters. Oh, no, stop. Oh, there's a tree down across the road. We have to go... But this way goes to the quarry. We'll go around and head back into town on Griffin Road. Sheriff Bradley, I didn't do anything. Dr. Crow, his hands were all over me, and he was mad when I begged him to stop. 
I didn't kill that guy. Look, I don't know what the hell is going on, but I know you should probably let me focus on the road so we don't careen off into a ditch or worse, something deeper. Sheriff! Lamara, please! I can't see a damn thing! Sheriff, there's something in the road! Stay in the car! There was someone here. Did I hit him? Hank Mason! Oh, dear God, your arm! It's... it's gone! What happened to your arm? you answered my call. Are you all right? Dr. Crow? Tell him Don Marino sends his regards. This concludes Season 1 of Wormwood. Thank you for listening. And stay tuned for Season 2, coming soon. Created by David Acampo and Jeremy Rogers, Wormwood is an original podcast produced by Habit Forming Films, LLC, featuring the cast of Season 1 characters. Arthur Russell as Dr. Xander Crow, Sonia Parozzi as Sparrow and Rachel Nolan, Joe J. Thomas as Hank Mason, Mr. Brezier, Phineas Tibbert, and your announcer. Rob Grindlinger as Sheriff Tom Bradley and Cedric Bloomington. Coralie Nickars as Emily Saunders and Deidre Frost. Scott Olenek as Jacob Kidder. Andrew Ramirez as Dexter Nolan. Dave Johnston as Deputy Wayne Drexel. Zachary Fawkes as Brent Saunders and Charles Edison. Cheyenne Besides as Lamora Haskell and Katrina Edison. Anna Maganini as Lynette Bradley. Chris Blaylock as Dr. Pete Menno, and Peter Dirksen as Jimmy Details and Jonesy. Additional voices provided by the talented cast. Staff writers, Jeremiah Allen, Rob Alsbaugh, Tiffany K. Whitney, and Rick Beta. Executive producers, David Acampo and Jeremy Rogers. Original music compositions by Todd Hodges. Sound effects engineered by Chris Sahakian. Copyright 2007, Habit Forming Films, LLC. Wormwood is a serialized podcast and cannot be distributed in part or whole outside of the podcast format without written consent from the creators. For more information on the cast and writers and individual episode credits, visit www.wormwoodshow.com. Thank you for listening, and welcome to town. Welcome to town.